Hi, friend. Welcome to Holly's Highlights, a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and equip you to intentionally live your life full of purpose. I'm your host, Holly Kirby, motivational speaker, leadership cultivator, marketing strategist, and personal cheerleader. Let's check out today's highlight. So my daughter recently was on the hunt for a new cell phone. She had saved up some money from the first job she got at the beginning of the summer, which I had shared with you about a few episodes ago. And as her cell phone started glitching, she was determined to be a good steward and find a good deal on getting herself a new phone because, of course, she was paying for this on her own. But she wanted to do so before she started school this season, which, of course, is her first year in high school. That's crazy. Well, she finally found one within her budget and with the capabilities that she was hoping a phone would have on it. She had even clearly communicated with this guy who was selling the phone when and where they were to meet for the exchange, and the guy knew we were driving a good hour to meet him. We even reached out again as we were heading out to go meet him. But I'm sure you can see where this story is going. As we headed up to meet him in an hour, we then waited around an hour at the meeting spot, and we even attempted several times to reach him. But then we made that trek back home for another hour. Now, as you can imagine, we were quite frustrated, especially my daughter who was, well, disappointed. This guy never showed up. And the moment I was frustrated too was I just worked a long day and still had a full work week ahead of me. We drove quite the drive to meet this flake. And more, I hated seeing that disappointment on my daughter's face. But I figured it is what it is. Our being frustrated or angry or sad, it wasn't going to change anything. It was what it was, but we could make something of it. So we took a side venture to a little main street in an older town there where we were supposed to meet him, and we love small and older towns, so this was great. And we enjoyed a yummy dinner at a restaurant I hadn't eaten at in decades and she had never been to. And then on the drive home, we chatted and sang and just enjoyed this one hour (laughs) of just time together in the car. Although still disappointed in the outcome of the evening as far as the phone goes, we counted our blessings for the time we got to spend together and the memories that we made as a result. Here's the thing, though. At the end of that same week, my daughter came across another phone, and the person was within minutes drive from us. Add to that, it was a better phone. It had added accessories with it, and the lady we bought it from couldn't have been more kind and caring. She was awesome. I was so grateful that my daughter had handled her disappointment well, and then she got to see a blessing at the end of the week. I tell you, God is so good. It was interesting, though, as we were chatting with this woman, I happened to compliment her toenail polish. (laughs) That led to her sharing with me a disappointment she had experienced recently of getting her toenails all dolled up to take on an over 10-hour drive to visit her family. But here's the kicker. She pulled right up as a message came through on her cell phone of a positive diagnosis of COVID, meaning the family she was going to visit could no longer host her and not having the budget to still do the vacation, just, you know, stay in a hotel room, they had to head back home. She shared how her kids were so disappointed. But she also saw that she still had cute toes. <laughs> now, I know we can all relate with a story like this, whether with my daughter's cell phone or even the disappointments caused by this COVID pandemic. In fact, you're probably thinking of a situation right now, a canceled vacation, social gatherings postponed from birthdays and school functions to weddings and even church ministries and activities, or even just challenging routines of working from home. Disappointments are, well, difficult. 
According to BetterUp.com, disappointment tells you three important things. One, you're passionate about something. That's a good thing. Number two, it's an opportunity for growth. Also a good thing. And number three, it can make you stronger. A great thing. No matter the reason or cause of disappointment, there seem to be four main things we can learn from it. Number one, accept it for what it is, emotions and all. Sometimes we need to let go of our expectations of how we thought things should have gone or what we were expecting, yet embracing reality of how things are. Everyone handles this one a bit differently. So some might ask, why is this happening to me? While others just stuff it all inside and try to pretend they're fine. You know, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's all fine. Well, a couple of weeks ago, me and my kids were out of state at a hotel as we were attending the funeral of a family friend, and we were just leaving a great time of playing with the cousins in the pool and chatting it up with my sister in the hot tub when suddenly I dropped my phone. Now, not in the water, mind you, thank the Lord, but this phone cover that I had on my phone has been amazing, and it was not the first time I dropped my phone, nor the 10th, nor the 100th, but... This was the first time it dropped on such a hard surface as this pool tile. Yeah, you can guess what happened. It cracked. I was so disappointed. At first, I was irritated, and and then I got really quiet. Now, it's never a good thing when I go quiet. Let me just give you an insider tip there. But by the time we reached the hotel room, I simply decided to follow my own advice and accept it for what it is, emotions and all. So I was honest in telling my kids how I was feeling and, and that I would need some time as I was disappointed in what had happened. And I just needed to acknowledge my emotions for a bit, fill them and, and express them. Be careful not to let your emotions fester. Basically, accept it for what it is, emotions and all. Number two, you might be disappointed, but you are not a disappointment. Let me say that again. You might be disappointed, but you are not a disappointment. Now, if you're like me, you tend to feel guilty like you're letting other people down, but not all is in your control. In Rachel Hollis's book, Go Wash Your Face, she reminds us how many things are out of our control. Your kids having a meltdown, the baby having a blowout at Target, the dog digging up your yard, or the washing machine breaking down. But she also draws us to the great reminder that when you assume you're in total control, you don't stop and take time to seek out a relationship with God. You use alternative means to try and manufacture some peace. A few things may be coming to your mind right now. Perhaps that job you applied for that you didn't get, or that bonus your family was expecting that never came, or the trip you had planned that circumstances canceled, or that outing you had promised your kids only having to cancel because you don't feel well, or that night out with friends you were really looking forward to, but then you had to call and tell them you were working late. You know, the list goes on and on. It's just life that happens, especially so many unknowns as right now in the midst of a prolonged pandemic. Perhaps these moments of disappointment are to draw us into that complete reliance upon the Lord, to go to Him in prayer and let Him know how this feels and to seek his peace and complete contentment with how things turned out. Once again, knowing you might be disappointed, but you are not a disappointment. Number three, smile and count your blessings. 
Okay, so one thing didn't go right, but a thousand other things did. A couple of months ago, our our whole family had plans to get away together at our family cabin for a family member's birthday, and a holiday was about that time too. We had been looking forward to this for months. My kids and I were just returning from our summer vacation getaway when my son got a fever. And then days later, I started not feeling so great. So of course, with COVID, I decided to go get tested just to be on the safe side. And when it came back positive, I just wanted to cry. I couldn't imagine missing out with this special time with my whole family. But in my disappointment and this little pity party I was feeling in the moment, I was convicted of how blessed we are to see each other all of the time. My dad, my sister and her family and brother and his family, all of us live within no more than 15 minutes of each other. I see my dad literally every single day, several times a day. I I text my sister and my brother nearly every day, and we get together easily once a week in some way or fashion. I mean, who gets to do that? Here I was so bummed about one weekend, one birthday, one holiday, when we are together practically every weekend, every birthday, and every holiday. Oh, to smile and count our blessings. Go ahead, name them one by one. Number four, redirect our focus. So something didn't go as planned. That's okay. What can you learn from it? What could you do differently as a result? For example, from the story of my daughter and the cell phone earlier, she learned not to use a certain television media site for purchasing items from people as the people on there don't necessarily have a personal investment or revealing of their identity when selling something there. But Rather, she's going to purchase off Facebook Marketplace because there, at least, we could research the profile. They have more invested in meeting you as you can see their name and profile and even if you have mutual friends together. So in a scenario like this, we get that bonus of managing those expectations too, something that is very important going forward to help us not set ourselves up for further disappointment. Also, as you redirect focus, where can you put your energies? Sometimes that focus is being put toward time or a season of rest. That's hard to do. Years ago, I had been burning the stick at both ends. And although I loved what I was doing, I knew I needed some help in pulling one of the tasks off due to the urgency of some other things on my plate. Now, I had sought help with the tasks. And when no one was able to help me, I just finally clued in that not only was I not to do this task alone, but I needed to refocus in that area and take a season of rest. Something I I wouldn't have realized had I not been disappointed by not getting the support I needed and was asking for on that task. I've also learned throughout my fair share of disappointments that sometimes that redirecting of our focus may need to even be in forgiveness. Instead of focusing on what led to the disappointment or who disappointed us, working on the heart issue of forgiveness. Once again, that no root of bitterness take hold in our lives. Redirect our focus. So that next time you feel a bit disappointed in life, accept it for what it is, emotions and all. You might be disappointed, but you're not a disappointment. Smile and count your blessings. Redirect our focus. And remember, others are watching how you deal with the disappointment in life. Those you lead at work, your classmates at school, those impressionable eyes of your children, that neighbor across the street. Lead by example. Chin up, push forward, and despite the disappointment, 
Make it a great day for a great day. Thank you for joining me on this journey of life. I hope that today's highlight has been encouraging, inspiring, and equipping so you can go out and live your life full of purpose. I'd be honored if you'd take a moment to leave a review or better yet, subscribe. We can also stay in touch by joining my email list at hollykirby.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-C-U-R-B-Y.com. Until next time, make it a great day for a great day.